0: Five, four, three, two, one. Wendy Bell, inspiring solutions to save America, one show at a time. Are you ready to get on board? And new CNN polling: the numbers are looking rough for President Biden. There is no way to spin this. CNN reads the country's mood
1: right now and finds that America is deeply unhappy with Joe
0: Biden. 55% of Americans a majority believe Biden's actions related to the Hunter Biden probe inappropriate. Oof, problematic new polling numbers out this morning for President
1: Biden. The CNN poll finds his approval rating sinking to just 39%. And we've had presidents who've fallen before who were a lot younger um, and people didn't go into heart palpitations. But his age is an issue and people have every right to consider it.
0: If you if it holds near and dear to you that you uh I'd like to be able to... Anyway. From sea to shining sea, three hours of bold truth and excellence. The Wendy Bell Radio
1: Program. Hey, hey, welcome back. Hour number two of the Wendy Bell Radio program. Delighted to have you along for the ride. Hey, if you're watching the live stream, I love having you here. Wendy Bell Radio Network app. You can join in. Or the podcast, Wendy Bell Radio, wherever you get your favorite podcasts. If you can give us a follow, maybe suggest us to a friend. That five-star review goes a long way. So thanks for being part of our million download army and counting. There is no negotiating with crazy. I'm just going to say it. Right? And, and I'm going to propose to you that the biggest virus that threatens our livelihoods and our futures as Americans is not, is not COVID. It is not some variant of COVID. It's not some special thing that maybe Bill Gates is cooking up with his friends at the World Health Organization or the UN, whatever. That's not what it is. The, the true virus, the danger in America is liberalism, Period because there is no negotiating with crazy. I say this all the time and it sounds awful. I don't care. I don't care if people in my neighborhood who are liberals are offended by this. You caused all of this nonsense. Again, this is on you. You who believed the lies that they cared about the earth, that they cared about equity, that they cared about fairness and righting historical wrongs, that they cared about you and lifting up your voice and making you singularly fantastic. You! They love you! No, I don't. They hate you. And I know that's a kick in the teeth, but I'd rather live in Realville than some fantasy land with Storytime Joe. There's no negotiating with nuts when it comes to kids. This whole ridiculous storyline that we even give it oxygen in the evening news pisses me off. Full stop. California wants to pass a bill that says if parents don't acknowledge, don't affirm their child's gender identity, that the child can be removed from their care to then go out and mutilate his or her body. You know the hardest thing about being a parent is watching your child take a path that you know is wrong, but you know they have to take it so that they learn a lesson. That's one thing when bodily mutilation isn't on the table. That's one thing when dying from a drug overdose or from driving drunk is on the table, right? This is pure insanity. And this is what you're being told in California. My parents are in California. I love my parents. My sister and her family, they're in California. I love them. They live in freaking crazy You couldn't get me to go there for anything in the world. Hell no. Why do we see this mass exodus? Why do we see these population shifts? Why does U-Haul report that more people are renting a one-way van out of California, Illinois, and New York than any other state? (laughs) Because liberals are crazy. And you don't have reasonable conversations with crazy It doesn't work well we need moderates we need to meet in the middle pal that ship sailed a hell of a long time ago that ship sailed as long ago as just last year when an overwhelming majority of democrats when polled said they thought it was perfectly reasonable for you to be locked up if you didn't obey and get the vaccine let's pull up this this ad and blow it up or here we go here's the poll this is from rasmussen january 2022 democrats then when asked do you believe the unvaccinated should be fined monetarily punished for not rolling up their sleeve to get a vaccine that wasn't animal tested right hmm well, it looks like 58% of Democrats thought that was a good idea. How about locking the unvaccinated at home? 59% said, yep, lock them up. How about the number of Democrats who believe that they should send the unvaccinated to quarantine camps? That's not scary. 44%. How about that it's okay to take children away from unvaccinated parents? As recently as January of 2022, 30% of Democrats said, yep, that's a great idea. And then how about just fining and just throwing in prison people who are critical of the vaccine? You know, people like me. People like me who say, eh, you know, I'm not down with people dying suddenly. I'm not down with this turbo cancer thing. I'm not down with these weird coincidences we conspiracy theorists are propagating. I can follow along. I don't know why perfectly normal and healthy 30-year-old meteorologists on television are dying on television. I don't know. Didn't happen before. Fine and imprisoned critics of the vaccine. 44% of Democrats said, let's go. So does it surprise you at all? that this headline comes across, the Daily Signal. California passes bill requiring parents to affirm kids' gender transitions. You know what I'll affirm? Pick up your damn room. Do your laundry and put it away. Walk the dog. Hey, can you empty the dishwasher? Hey, you know what? There's the vacuum over there. You guys should get acquainted with it. Hey, it's trash night. And recycling. How about y'all get on that? I'll affirm that. But when it comes to affirming my child want to lop off his penis, I'm going to go with affirm no. And I'll fight any liberal out there who wants to tell me otherwise. Mm, how, how interesting that I should walk into that. Because this young lady, her name is Lori Wilson. She looks a lot like Ayana Presley. I do not know if she has alopecia or whatever that prevents the growth of hair. But she is a bald black woman. All right, whatevs. She's a part of the California General Assembly, the legislature there. A state representative, I'm going to gather. And she's going to get up and she's going to tell you why it's so important that California passed this bill that the governor signed it, Newsom, who's a freak, right? We're going to sign this bill that says, if you don't affirm your eight-year-old's desire to get a hysterectomy and a double mastectomy of perfectly fine breast tissue... We're going to take your kids. Um, what? Here is representative from California, Lori Wilson. Note that parents affirm their children. They have since the dawn of time. Typically, it happens when their um, gender and identity expression matches their biological gender. But what happens is when it doesn't, that's when the affirmation starts to wane. And that's what we're dealing with here. Although it's called the TGI bill, they're not mentioned anywhere in the law. What's mentioned in the law is the child's gender identity and expression and the parent's affirmation of that, whatever it is, because that is our duty as parents to affirm our children. Lady, you are stupid and dangerous. It is our duty to affirm there are children. You know what kills me in the video. So she's standing up; it's her time to speak. Whatevs. The shot has two. I'm going to go with 60 plus year old white dudes behind her, going along with it. Where are the Republicans saying? Are you out of your mind? <laughs> right? You'd have to pull me out of there. I would be Scott Smith. At the, at, the, at the hearing here. I'd be like, are you people all crazy? Are you all crazy? That, that, that this is even a conversation is so beyond. But you know what? It's, it's so interesting how it, all of these, these plays, these maneuvers, came out decades ago. In this handy little dandy red book I have, a... A pocket communist manifesto. Ah! It's so weird that so much of what's in here is predicated on the destruction of normality. The destruction of the the home unit. The father-mother unit. The team that has to raise the next generation. Right? Ah, We're going to carve God out of everything. We're going to carve dad out. We're going to we're going to make abortion on demand a human right, right? It's your right. We're going to care about kids later. But if you want to abort them now up until birth, or maybe if you're Ted Lou, uh, until they're teething, have at it. Liberalism is a disease. These people are infected. I, I am sorry to report that I do not believe there is a treatment. And that is why I say some people will not be saved. If you wanna go mutilate your kids, right? I leave people alone, but they're going even further now. The magic wand of an emergency is yet another grab of insanity. Of course, they don't want you to see it for what it is. But thankfully, as I'm watching the two sides duke it out, I know what's right. And so do you. All right, don't go anywhere. Because coming up, I got to give you this update. And we got to give you the, the teacher, a preschool teacher. If there is a poster child that liberalism, progressivism, Marxism, communism, all of this stuff is is a disease. I've got it. She is a preschool teacher from Cape Coral, Florida. Oh, boy. Wait. Wait for this next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. Well, if there's one reason we can be grateful for the liberal crazies in our life, it is that they illustrate who they all are. They come up with ridiculous reasons to get everybody angry. They try to move the needle over the brink into insanity, things that are not reasonable, things that are not safe, things that are ludicrous that we all know. But they expose themselves. They show up at, like, school board meetings, right? And they show you who they are. It's very good to know. I'm going to give you an update on this. Dr. Shane Mernon I told you about in Oklahoma City. You know, he's a gay, he's a... He's a um, Drag queen guy. He's a drag performer in town, which is fantastic. He does uh, drag queen story time for the little kids because nothing says love and kindness like that. And uh, and he also has been charged with child porn, right? But that was a while ago. Before we get to his update and the people who've come out to support this guy... Good to see people's cards on the table, I say. Well, let's see why I say liberalism is a disease. This is a young woman. She is a preschool teacher, ma allegedly. Don't
0: misgender her. I'm
1: sorry. I don't know who this individual is. An individual who looks very triggered and that tongue pierce is just, it freaks me out. Multiple colored hair. Uh, Thank God she is molding those minds of mush out there in Cape Coral, Florida. Let's listen in. I feel like I had to learn the concept of chosen families really young, and it wasn't anything to do with my clearness, but just based on the fact that I didn't have the love at home that
0: I needed. And I knew that I was valuable and deserved it, so I found it on
1: my own early on, and, you know, I shouldn't be blamed for that because they like real like blood is still exists you were never there for me and i found my own love and that's okay and i think everybody should be allowed to do that and that's what i teach in the classroom okay i always say give it to your friend not your mom because your mom and i don't know i just am so sad <laughs> i am so sad and i hate my sister she's a that's all i have to say that's my major problem with school I really don't do anything unless I actually want to do it and most of the time I don't want to do anything at all what on God's green earth was that
0: I feel bad for the teddy bear that was in the car with her
1: I I, ladies and gentlemen we have a mental health crisis in this country so what do you get you have a you have a party Democrat Party that has all of these branches right and the deeper the branches go, the further they go out, the weirder they get. And this is, the, this is the catch-all. This is the basin for all people, all misfits. Come on in. You think you've been, you know, wronged in some capacity? You've been hurt in some way? Come on in. We're all about feelings and giving you a place where your delusions can become reality. That's what it is. That's the virus. That's the woke and liberal mind virus. So in Oklahoma City, they've got this elementary school there. They, they decided, and the Board of Education said, I think that's a, that's a great idea to let a guy in. Oh, he's very educated. He's got a master's and a Ph.D., and he had child porn, or at least porn on his phone and computer or whatever. Well, that was 20 years ago. It wasn't demonstratively child porn. Look, I don't care what you do in your off time. But if you like looking at pictures of naked people, if that gets you going, if you like dressing up as a woman with over-exaggerated features and prosthetic breasts, if you like spanking people at drag queen story time, that's on you, right? But the minute you wanna walk into a school and you wanna pretend that you can clean up and leave that weirdness behind and focus on being an instructive leader as principal of an elementary school, This guy, Dr. Shane Mernon, right? People come out. They came out with with T-shirts. Nothing like getting a T-shirt. Have to have a T-shirt. Maybe they'll have a candlelight vigil outside as well, because that always helps, right? Supporting him. That was 20 years ago. He's so smart. Who cares that he's a drag queen in his free time? You know, who cares that I'm a science teacher who sells crystal meth on the side? I know a lot about chemistry. (laughs) I mean, it's totally idiotic. And we're supposed to be mired down in these conversations. There needs to be an army of parents at that John Glenn Elementary School who rise up and they're like, oh hell no. You and your liberal wacko friends, oh hell no. No, 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 no. Because this is our kids. How do you pervert the next generation? You gotta start young, friends. It's all part of the play. All right, so did you hear about what happened to Jennifer Granholm over the summer? It's so sad. She went on this like electric vehicle caravan and um, it didn't end well, but it's a great story and I think you deserve it, right? And I'm gonna give it to you coming up next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. I think it's interesting to create this analogy and welcome back my friends to the Wendy Bell Radio Program. I don't think this is a big analogy. I don't think this is a stretch at all. I'm going to say to you that all this climate change nonsense is just like masks, right? All of it. And you're going to say, I don't understand that. It doesn't make sense. People who go, who go out, who are driving around in their electric Teslas, Right. I judge you. I'm sorry. It's probably wrong of me. I also judge people who drive Subarus. I just do. I beg your pardon. I am fallible. I am a human being. I make mistakes, but this ain't a mistake. I judge you, and that's just the way it goes. Sorry, right? Driving around in your electric car, how about those stupid all-electric trucks? Jeep wants to come out with an all-electric Jeep. In fact, they're stopping manufacturing, if I'm not mistaken, on gas-powered Jeeps. This is perfect. You know, for all the times you want to go off-roading in the wilderness and you run out of a charge because, you know, up up there on that pine tree is not a charging station. It's the dumbest, dumbest thing I've heard in the last hour. (laughs) I have to make sure I do this the right way. People who race out and embrace this idea that we are cooking the planet Even though there is no scientific consensus, even if you've just paid cursory attention to this argument, there is not scientific consensus. That we are destroying the earth and certainly not when we occupy four percent of its population and China is building a new coal powered fire coal fired power plant. What one a day, one a week. Right. And India has a godzillion people. China Pollution all over the place. But we have to fundamentally change everything that we're doing because that's going to move the needle. Now, if you're dumb and you fall for that and you worry about, oh, my gosh, there was a hurricane. (sighs) These storms are getting more fierce. Well, you are a victim of what they've been feeding you. You might as well just go get your mask and put that back on. Well, why? I don't need to wear a mask. No, you probably should, because both are outward signs of your obedience, what, what better way to gauge whether or not you're moving the needle as a narcissistic, tyrannical government of sock than to create a fear whose answer is a piece of paper, <laughs> right? And, and then try to tell everybody that you've got to wear that. Now, for a while, you'll play along just because you need milk and eggs, right? Right. But ultimately you get to a point and when you start seeing people walking around with the masks, you're like, you're an idiot. I judge you. Okay, I judge you. Period. I would be surprised if the person in the Subaru next to me told me they voted Republican. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> I'm not holding my breath. So I had to giggle when Jennifer Granholm in June, they decided to go on this as energy secretary, right? Because you just bring so much to the table besides her millions of dollars of shares of Proterra. Um, She's going to go on this EV caravan and they're going to go on this caravan. Woo! We're going to go on this ride and we're going to take some press with us. And we're going to we're going to wax poetic about the, the virtue of driving electric cars. Now, if have you guys actually talked to anybody who who really has or maybe you really have an electric car, there is no gasoline mechanism. My son, Jack, in California has a hybrid. Great car. Strongly encourage this car. He gets like 550 miles to the tank because when he's braking, the mechanism of braking specifically in the city driving charges the battery. And so the gas lasts longer. In a, in a community such as Southern California, that's brilliant, right? I'll pay a few, a few grand extra for that, let's go, right? But for people who have completely cashed in on the gas and they've said, you know what, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go all electric. I'm gonna get this, I'm gonna get the charger thing in my house. Uh, I'm gonna get an electric car. I'm gonna charge it. I'm gonna change my life. It is a life change. You don't just say to your, your, your spouse, you know what, honey? My kids are busy this weekend. Why don't we hop in the car and, let's go to blankety blank, four hours away. Let's go to that bed and breakfast we like. My husband and I do that. Let's go, let's go to Bedford Springs. Let's go and treat ourselves to a special night at a resort. It's feel good, golf, whatever, right? See, if you have an electric car, you're like, well, snap. How far can we go before we have to stop and, and, and charge? Now, where along the way are these charging stations? Hoping, of course, upon, against hope, that along your journey, when you pull in for said charge, that the charges work or that there's not a line. Because it was sort of a bust when Jennifer Granholm and her bunch of liberal do-gooders pretending that electric vehicles are the wave of the future and not a complete lunatic shift meant to make other people rich in another money laundering operation. Let's read this. Feel good of the day. Feel good story of the day. Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm, some of her staffers, they set out on this four-day electric vehicle road trip. They're going to go through the the southeast. This was earlier this summer. So they go through North Carolina onto Tennessee to tout the Biden regime's commitment to funding electric vehicles that really nobody wants. According to a reporter embedded in the energy department's EV caravan, the entourage, oh no, what? They had some trouble charging their vehicles? Huh. Well, whatever happened? <laughs> well, the best part of this story is that a family in the course of their road trip called, called the police on an energy department staffer who was so desperate to reserve a charging plug for Jennifer Granholm's EV that he blocked the charging station with a gas-powered vehicle. Oh, <gasps> no! Right? Uh-oh. There was apparently some trouble, trouble in EV paradise as this caravan ran out of their charge and they passed through a suburb of Augusta, Georgia. So the, the energy department staffers, they pull over... To charge their fleet when they realize, oh, nuts, there's not enough available fast charging plugs to juice up their vehicles. Who could have seen this coming? This is such a shocker. What? Something that's stupid that's rolled out with bunk science because a bunch of lunatics want you to spend money on something that's not sustainable and that our grid isn't equipped to handle and it's not working? This is, it's just, I know, it's so weird. One of the four chargers was broken. And the other plugs were being used. So an energy department staffer so desperate deserved one of these plugs for Granholm that he boxed in a family who had a baby in the car in the summertime on a sweltering hot day with with his gas-powered vehicle saving the spot. Saving the spot for Granholm. Family got so angry, they called the police on Granholm's staffer. Ah, oh, this is too bad. You know, and I sucks when NPR, they're so moderate, right? They're so middle-of-the-road NPR. I, I love their reporting. It sucks when they have to actually write about this. Here's what they said. Quote, But between stops, Granholm's entourage at times had to grapple with the limitations of the present. Like when her caravan of EVs, including a luxury Cadillac, a hefty Ford F-150 and an affordable Bolt electric utility vehicle was planning to fast charge in Grovetown, a suburb of Augusta, Georgia. Her advance team realized there weren't going to be enough plugs to go around. <gasps> One of the station's Ford charges was broken, and others were occupied, so... Dot, dot, dot. An energy department staffer tried parking a non-electric vehicle. <laughs> That's just called a car, Okay by one of those working chargers to reserve a spot for the approaching Secretary of Energy. That didn't go down well. A regular gas-powered car blocking the only free spot for a charger. In fact, a family that was boxed out on a sweltering day with a baby in the vehicle was so upset, they decided to get the authorities involved, and so they called the cops. (laughs) The Sheriff's Department couldn't do anything. It's not illegal to be a dirtbag. And for a non-EV, what? To claim a charging spot in Georgia, energy department staff scrambled to smooth over the situation, including sending other vehicles to slower chargers until both the frustrated family and the secretary had room to charge. How dumb. How patently idiotic. Your idea sucks, right? These products are all made in China, which also sucks. How about made in America? How about anything? Meanwhile, the United Auto Workers are negotiating with Ford, GM, and Stellantis. And I understand, unless something cataclysmic has happened that I haven't heard about, these cats are gonna strike Thursday, and strike they should. How many people are awakening? We've got this great rosy story for you, right? It's, it's a little short on facts, right? Because the facts don't add up. We're gonna make everybody do this. The system isn't designed to handle this. But the reality of this is that we need to get you in our control. And when you give up gas, and you sign up to electric, and we control the switch, well, we control you. Now, we can't say that. We've got to create this overarching do-goodery. To mask our sock. Like the masks. It's not going to do anything for you. It's a virus. Viruses aren't worried about your mask. They're not worried about the turtleneck that you cut off at the neck and put around your face. <laughs> because, because that's going to do it. It's going to stop with you. <laughs> it ends here. <laughs> put on your mask. Look, everybody walking around right now who's wearing a stupid mask is telling you, I'm an idiot. I am obeying because that's what I do. I am obeying because I have either been afflicted by the woke mind virus or I'm just a liberal Democrat and I follow directions. Everybody else walking around freely who remembers, because it wasn't that long ago, that they sent thugs to our restaurants and to our gyms and to our churches and to our barber shops into our hair salons and to our mom and pop convenience stores and they put big ugly signs in orange notifying the public that we were bad people because we wanted to stay open Because shutting down was idiotic. It would wipe out the economy. Alas, what happened? Oh. So I find all of these stories very intriguing, of course. Now, I've gone a little long in this segment, but I've got two things I've got on deck for you, and I want to grease them for you before we hit the break. One is a little flashback Donald Trump, then businessman, Donald Trump, in New York City at Ground Zero, September twelfth, twenty oh one. I want you to hear what he what he said, what he was like, and then Trump Latinos dropping another one. Did you know that record recording artists are trying to sign Trump Latinos to silence them from talking about their love of Donald Trump? <laughs> I can't wait. In this fun next on the Wendy Bell radio program. You got to let that one thing going down the frets of the neck of the guitar play there. I love it. Okay, welcome back everybody. So I have two two audio sound bites for you here. One is Donald Trump. I want to start with him. This is Trump 22 years ago, ostensibly today. And to be honest with you, I don't know exactly which day it was. I'm going to presume it was not 9-11. It was total chaos on 9-11. There was dust and crap everywhere. Might have been a week after. Nevertheless, it was very close after the towers fell. And this is Donald Trump down at that, down at the site. Um, And I want you to hear, I want you to hear how he speaks. I want you to hear what he says. And if you're watching on the live stream on the Wendy Bell Radio Network app, I want you to pay attention. He is the same person that he is today. And what's weird about this clip, what's he, 77? He was roughly my age. I'm 53. He was 55. So two years older than I am at the time when he was saying this as a businessman in New York City, very calm, very concerned, very Trump. Listen.
0: I think we'll do fine. Donald, what do you think about all this? You're a developer. You've built buildings all your life. Well, there's never been anything like this. It's disgraceful. And I hope we attack fast. I hope we find out who it is and go fast. Okay. Why do you want to come down here today? I have about 100 men working down here. So just to spur them on. Hi, hi, folks. Hi, folks. I have over 100 men down here and I hear doing an amazing job, so I just want to give them some support. These are men from here in
1: moment? Yeah,
0: men from my company. We have another hundred coming in a little while.
1: And how long have they been down here?
0: They've been down here for about a day and a half. What, have you talked to other developers? Are they donating their time, their, their men's work? Well, I hope that? they are. I haven't really focused on that, but we have a lot of people coming down here and a lot of people down here now, and they're brave guys. A couple of them got hurt. But we're, uh, I just want to spur them on a little bit. What did you think when you heard about this? I was just down to ground zero. Ground zero is a disaster. Uh, I've never seen anything like this. I hope we act very quickly. I hope we find out who did it and act accordingly Mr. and quickly. Do you have any plans to donate money to the Widows and Children's Fund for the Fallen Firefighters? certainly been, policies. I've done it over the years and it certainly sounds like a good idea
1: certainly sounds like a good idea i mean why would a reporter say that do you plan to donate to the widows and children's fund i mean like literally it's a day or two after that and this is the reporter's question he has every opportunity to be snarky back and he says i have in the past and it sounds like something that we should look into right he's asked you're a building developer you're a real estate guy. You've watched these structures be built all around the world. What do you think about the other developers? Do you think they should be working? They should be coming down here and doing that. Well, you know what? I can't, I can't speak for them. Right? He had an opportunity to say, I'm all that. No, it's me. I'm the one. I'm a good guy. I'm here to get more people to dig and find life. And I wanted to come down. And I wanted to tell these men who work with me. I wanted to give them some encouragement. I wanted to spur them on. Who does that? The the great fallacy of Donald Trump is he's, he's this giant ego jag, right? Who doesn't give a rip about anybody. He'll trample anybody. He's all Donald, Donald, Donald. It's, it's so fictitious and farcical and unfortunate. Do you hear Joe Biden encouraging the people of East Palestine who lost everything uh, and, and don't know about what hideous problems they're going to suffer in the years ahead? Do you hear any kind of authentic care or concern from, from Joe Biden or anybody in this administration for the Hawaiian people who we still know nothing about you don't you absolutely don't that is a huge difference you can see and hear and feel no matter who you are what you look like how you vote whether you're man or a woman you have terrific instincts And you know that feeling when somebody is not being authentic. And then you know the comfort you feel when you find someone and you listen to them and you know that they are. People are repelled by what's going on on the left because there is nothing authentic. There is nothing American. There is nothing patriotic. There is nothing kind. There is nothing neighborly Period. And that is why Trump Latinos who who dropped that song Latinos for Trump, which went gangbusters, just put out another video. Watch.
0: What up everybody? Lou G in the building. Trump Latinos. Trump Latinos in the house. Hey, so so we've been getting a lot of emails from different labels, people trying to sign us, people of offering us people offering us thousands of dollars, hundreds and thousands of dollars to stop making this Trump music, but Should I tell him? Let's tell him. We ain't going nowhere, baby. We signed a Trump. I guess I'm MAGA. Let's get
1: it. I guess I'm MAGA. I signed with Trump. The importance of him saying that is they want me to shut up. You're not supposed to vote that way. You're not supposed to rap that way. Clarence Thomas is an Uncle Tom. Larry Elder is the, you know blackface. He's the 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 black face of white supremacy. That's exactly what they called him, right? You've been put in all these categories by people on the left. Do you notice how people who are conservative are welcoming? Come in. If you share our values, I don't care what you look like. If you love America, if you stand for the flag, if you kneel for God, if you care about people, come on in. You're welcome. Doors closed on the other side, friends. Unless, of course, you show your outward sign of obedience. Better mask up. Don't go anywhere. Wendy Bell Radio, hour number three as we talk about what's going on in crazy New Mexico. What? They want to take your guns next on the Wendy Bell Radio program.